Everybody, welcome to this special episode of the Sporting DSM podcast. Um, I'm Mikey. David. And this is Solomon. And today we have a special guest who goes by the name of David Jolovich. Yes, sir. Welcome. Yeah. Finally here, David. All right. Now, before we jump into the, the Suns, uh, last episode, we uh, we all looked back on, on the first episode that, that we all made a prediction for this. And, uh, and we, we just want to hear what, what, what you think. What are your predictions for, for what's going to happen in, in the playoffs, in the, in the finals, and, and the awards? All right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Let's hear what you got for the Eastern Conference Finals. Who's first seed, second, second through eighth? Let's hear it. So, it'll be interesting. Um, it, it's funny. If this was just a, a two-week layoff, I would say that the people we predicted, like you might have Boston go in as a shoe in and you're going to have maybe the Lakers, the Clippers. But because this has been an extended period of time and people's bodies either get better or worse with time and they usually like don't stay the same, yeah. I feel like the very physical teams are going to be doing well. So from the Eastern Conference, I'd like to say Philly, but I just, I've always found them a little bit mentally soft. I see them losing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see them choking. Yeah. So I say, I guess Boston coming from the East, unless Toronto really continues to surprise people. Right. But right. Boston also, because they're just so well coached and I think they kind of got it together behind the scenes. What do you guys think? Uh, okay, yeah, that's really good. Philly, yeah, Philly's going to choke, absolutely. Uh, so you had uh, Philly, so the, the, uh, so the Celtics, and uh, the Raptors could do it. The Raptors absolutely could do it. Kawhi left, and Danny Goodenough, it's like, it's like nothing happened. Right. Like nothing happened. right. It, yeah, they're just a well-coached team. Look, you learn that in sports, the Patriots, yeah. the Spurs. There's no substitute for cohesion and people working together. And it's dangerous if a team like the Lakers really finds that because they have the physical talent to be the best. Right. Clippers also. If the Clippers find that cohesion, they can really lock it down, become a fortress, and no one's getting through. Um, but I think Boston has it. I think Boston has it. I, I like Jalen Brown's game. I think he'll take a step forward. I think Tatum's coming into his own too. Okay. So you say uh, uh, Boston comes out of the East. Okay. Great. Yeah, Boston's a team also that I, I was disappointed they didn't do better with Kyrie because they had so much raw talent and they have the draft picks to back it up. And I'm a, big, I'm a huge fan of that off-the-bench rookie, right? The, uh, the, the shooting guard from Purdue. I think he, he's the type of guy to save like a game six right. or a game seven and become just like folklore hero. Right, right. So this is, uh, if, if you listen to the last episode and you hear the first one, then uh, we're talking about Kyrie Irving leaving the Boston Celtics. What happened was... Well, from speculation, what we see happened was uh, that Kyrie Irving is is not a, a good fit for the Celtics, really, because Kyrie's a, a, a an all-for-one kind of player. He he likes to control the ball and and play for himself. While Kemba yeah. Walker, Kemba Walker knows how to play on a team, and that's what the Celtics do. That's how they thrive with the team. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you look, if you're if you're a shoot-forward point guard you're admitting to yourself that you have no options on your team. But if you, if you look to pass first, you'll find people, you know, sitting in the corner or whatever it is, and, and only if there's no shot do you shoot them. Steve Nash, I think, was the best ideal. You know, you mentioned the Suns, but going back to it, because he looked to get everybody involved, John Stockton the same way, and yeah. only when nothing was open and everybody was kind of sitting back hoping to intercept the ball, he would, he would hit that 13, 15 jump shot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, so that's, uh, that's the main difference between uh... – the, su the success we see with Kemba Walker and what happened on the Celtics with Kyrie Irving. Uh, right. I, I saw statistics saying that he wasn't that clutch. They call him what, like uh, Cardiac Kemba? Yeah, <laughs> Cardiac Kemba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, uh, what, what about the West? Go, out of the West? Yeah, going back to MSG and when we pulled it together. Yeah. Um, we're, we're popping champagne. The fact that we got like uh, an invite to a playoff, you know, seems very exciting. So it whets the appetite. Um, I think at the very, very top, you've got LA. I think you're the champ until you're not. And they just have these big bodies. And Anthony Davis is really right, right. forced to be reckoned with. The guy can rebound, he can block, he can pass, he can score. And, and LeBron is a, is, a, is a stallion in that he's, he, he's the perfect guy for quarantine. He knows that as long as he stays submerged for these nine weeks or whatever it is, he'll come out super strong. And a couple of the young kids are just going to be popping champagne in hotel rooms and just coming back thinking they can save their season in two weeks. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. Can I ask you a quick question? Do you think Giannis is going to leave the Milwaukee Bucks if they don't go far in the playoffs? Uh, that's it's a great question. You Look, it's not for a lack of trying. You know, it's hard to be a GM you know, in a city that snows 100 days a year. <laughs> to attract the talent. It, I think it all depends on if he feels respected. I know they have his brother on the team, right? Yeah. I think they have two, yeah. So look, so they're trying to do the right thing and they're giving the guy an NBA job. As long as they go after the talent, or at least try to, then I think he, he might stay. But if they're not making any effort, then, then it's hard to, I wouldn't either, right? You'd, you'd have to put their shoes on and say, you're not making the effort to do so. But he's a good candidate. He's got a little bit of Kawhi in him and that he seems like loyal to the bone, except when you're not to Toronto. Um, it's a great question. What do you guys think? You think he's going to stick around? What do you think, Simon? Uh, I, I don't know. I think if, uh, if they don't go to the finals, I think he's out of there. I think he's out of there. Because uh, there are a lot of teams that want him, and uh, there are a lot of teams that, that he can go to and, and just win a championship instantly. Yeah, like but the, he's heat, gonna... the Heat are interested. If he joins the Heat, that's an instant championship team. The thing is, he's not going to be a free agent. The Warriors, that's also he's not going to be an unrestricted free agent until the next off season, not the upcoming. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, look, if if a Boston doesn't, Mm -hmm. if a a Boston isn't able to surprise them and they go to the finals and they really give like the Clippers or, you know, the the Bucks are maybe half a weapon away from being complete. Mm -hmm. You know, but you're also wondering if if he now that he's what twenty four, if he's not wondering like, well, LeBron went to Showtime. You know, the bigger market's attractive. Even Butler is so happy. Butler, who's Mr. like Mr. Grinch, is living it up in South Beach. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. That that would be a great fit for Giannis, South Beach. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Too too on the heat. Uh, So you have the Celtics uh, making it from the east and the Lakers from the west. Uh, So it's a Celtics-Lakers finals. Historic. Uh, So who who do you have? Sure. And, and, And... uh, as much as I don't like the whining when it comes to the referees, I think that LeBron finds a way in his like older age to just will his team to do it. Um, because you have the type of thing where I think AD can carry you three or four games and LeBron can too. I'm, on paper, I think the Clippers have the defense to stop anybody. Right. Exactly. But does PG and Kawhi, can they work together? That's the question we're all asking, right? I don't know. You see, I don't really like the Clippers' offense right now because – they do have a lot of guys, but the problem is all these guys need the ball in their hands to make a difference. They, so what their offense is, just give one guy the ball and let him create for himself. And, if, if, and you know, may, just hope, hope that, he, that he scores. Right. And if he does it, then the play is dead and, and it's a turnover. 
I mean, he makes a good a good point because do you remember when Marcus Morris was on the Knicks? He always had the ball in his hands. Now he's just a spot up shooter in the corner. Right. You know. All right. Space. So, uh, in any sport, you can you can, you're at your best when there's space, right? You have like a hockey player that can go one on one, or you've got a basketball guy that can dribble. Right. There's not you. I mean, you've seen fourth grade like four year old playing soccer right when right. 71 kids attack the ball like i don't care how good you are yeah, nothing's yeah. happening right you know so space is an important thing in basketball for sure who do you guys who do you guys have as making like a surprise run within within the western conference because you have a couple of those teams okay, that I'm like hinting okay, at okay, see. And, okay see. yeah oklahoma city yeah. i called them before the season <laughs> yeah but we okay, why'd you say it I said from four seasons, the Thunder are going to be big with Chris Paul because Chris Paul has his own team to lead now. He doesn't have like a hard point. Uh, basically, right, just right. dictate as well. He's, he's the number one on his team. Exactly. He's the number one, and then you know you yeah. have like Schroeder, Stephen Adams, yeah. Shy, just Gallinari. I like Schroeder's Gallinari game. I like Schroeder's game. Yeah, they run that that three point guard lineup, that three point guard offense with Gallinari and and Stephen Adams. That's statistically that's the best plus minus five in the league yeah it's just it kind of shows you that Westbrook maybe wasn't a perfect fit in OKC and if you I don't know if you guys watch college but OKC has like that feeling of a of a, a Cinderella sweetheart that makes a push to the final four somehow uh-huh. you know yeah. just somehow somewhere just kind of gets find the offense from somewhere right right I like the team I like the team yeah. good team yeah great team it's great they were a shocker I'll tell you that I didn't know they were going to go this far in the Western Conference. He knew. Yeah, and they just didn't let up. Yeah, they just kept pushing. I don't recall this far, but what seed are they now? Fifth, right? Six. 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 Six? Okay. Six. Okay. Okay. That's That's great. Yeah. Well, Uh, I mean, you've seen when you when when your leader when your leader is most famous for a meme where he's like smiling at Steve Kerr and then he just gets you've seen that meme right where he gets real nasty. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Paul, Chris Paul. So, in essence, that's who your leadership, like, that's, that's who your leader is. And, and that's, I think that's why they're the fifth seat, because the guy doesn't take any crap from anybody. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, he once had a 20 assist, 20.0 turnover night, I think, in 2016 for the Clippers. Oh, my God. 20 assists and no turnovers. Wow. There's something else, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it really is. Let's do it. So you got the Lakers uh, winning the championship. Who's finals MVP? Is it LeBron or Anthony Davis or somebody else? I'm going with LeBron. Yeah. I got to go with LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, too, I'm sorry. You got to go. I think he, he, here's why I think the Lakers are going to take it, right? And just, I mean, to stay like politically correct, LeBron works well off of motivation, like the great ones do. And I think that with the quarantine thing and with this whole Black Lives Matter movement that he's, you know, he's, he's a face of, I think he – and also Kobe's passing. Those three things make for the perfect storm for him to take the season very personally as a player. And I think he's just going to – he's going to give it max effort. And I think his max effort is better than other players' max effort. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, LeBron James, finals MVP. Now, uh, I think we'll do the MVP last. So, first of all, let's uh, do rookie of the year. Rookie right? of the year. Rookie of the year is pretty obvious. I just wanted to know if you had any other opinion. He's a huge John Morant fan. Yeah, yes! John Morant fan, right? Yeah. I was going to say. It's John Morant. So, there's no competition. No competition. Zion is going to be – enjoy Zion while you have him. The guy's not going to be the same in seven years. He's heavy. Oh, okay. he's, he's built like a, like a like an ox. These guys don't last. So unless he changes his game. He's not but, winning rookie of the year. Like he no. technically can't. He didn't yeah. return until February. That, 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 that is a problem for Zion. His weight. He's gonna yeah, he doesn't qualify. He'll just win yeah. it next year. Right, so as much as Zion is fun to watch, Morant is going to be 
Marek's my pick for MVP, and he's my end and coach of the year, and Eastern Conference Player of the Year. Give him every award. Give him everything. WNBA Player of the Year. I love his game. John Morant has, like, this durability in the NBA that makes him able to be, like, athletic, but he can also do well in other aspects. Like, he's a very good rebounder, very good shooter. And he has, like – He doesn't talk – if you Great. watch him on social media, he's not about the business like that. He's not about that yeah. fame. I, I think he's going to be – like when I think basketball point guard, I think of like the great point guards from New York and all that. I think John Moran is the, the, the dictionary definition of point guard. Small, lean, flashy, and score can – you know. Yeah, yeah. So – yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a like fanboy. He, he is a huge John fan. I'm like the yeah. biggest John Moran fan. Uh, Love the Grizzlies. Yeah, so put him up right oh. here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, how about six man of the year? Sweet Lou, John Mar- William. Huh? Nah, I, I would I would have John Morant come off the bench and start. Is that <laughs> give it to John Morant? <laughs> He's a starter. Uh, but really, for this season, who you got for six man of the year? Um, wow. You want to hear mine? Call. You want to hear mine? Please. I got Dennis Shooter. Dennis Shooter. Right, Schroeder doesn't start. No, he doesn't. Wow. Yeah, I like him. I liked him behind Westbrook. I think he's, his, his game is very smooth. It looks like he's never running at full speed. Right. Um, and, and extra credit for his hairstyle. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. The, the blonde patch. Right, Everyone right. loves that. He's great. Quinn Capella yeah. does it too. He's, yeah. And he actually, he's like a, he's like a Europe, he, he's like a Manu Ginobili, but a little bit smoother. Right, and that he's kind of just like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's got a very European – I mean, he's German, right? He's got a very European game too. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's German, but he's never going to go down as the best German to ever play in the NBA. Right. That's one thing. No, no, you got Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki. That's what I'm Dirk single-handedly took down LeBron in prime mode. Yeah. By the way, I think that he's got to be up there, and I want to hear your input. He's got to have, I would say, one of the top three to five hardest to block shots. Dirk? You had Olajuwon Spinner. Yes. 100 percent. Definitely. Definitely. He Easy. definitely has the hardest to block shots. Yeah, that lean back. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. all seven one. It's it has. How do you defend that? When when he when he was in the NBA, in his entire career, that shot was only blocked three times in his entire career. Three times. And he it's had insane. a long career. It really is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And and that's probably just from behind. Yeah, so you have Olajuwon's right. up there. His 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 footwork was unbelievable, and it's the reason why he's teaching the young generation. Yeah, and um, so who yeah. else? And they'll they'll say Kareem Skyhook, but I never saw it in person, so I can't judge. Kareem Skyhook is also right, right. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I would also I would venture to say, and this is on par with what I was saying before, is that when John Morant jumps over Kevin Love, that's a pretty unblockable shot. Like you're not, <laughs> 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 not, yeah. you're not getting right. up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So what about? By the way, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Vince Carter. Oh yep. Oh my God. Right. He'll be missed. Right. He'll be missed. He's, he's, he's done. Tired. He's done. Yeah. 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 He yeah. had that. That was the greatest. The greatest dunker of all time. No exception. No battle. Next topic. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So uh, how about six? Uh, six. Uh, most improved. Most improved player. So remind me, is is the rookie? Well, I, I guess I just answered my own question. But um, Dunn from Miami, is he a first or second year man? Uh, uh, 
first. Dunn? Kendrick Nunn? He's undrafted first year. Kendrick Nunn, sorry. First year. Okay, so he's out of it, and he's certainly not rookie. Rookie of the year. Um, Obviously. I don't know. You got me stumped. Uh, yeah, really? I oh, was thinking, uh, Bam. Bam out of bio. You said Russell Westbrook last episode. That was, no, wow, that was in the beginning of the season. Yeah. But yeah, right he's now, too inconsistent. Bam, Bam out of bio, I will give you. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. Ben he's got an interesting story. You know, he was homeless with his mom, and, and, and every penny goes to her, and they, they live together. Yeah, they live together, actually. Yep. Wow, I didn't know this. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. She's his roommate. So, um, I would have to agree. I mean, he's... So he's, he's super athletic, and he's really coming to his own. And he's got a big frame, right? He stands at like 6'9", 6'10"? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's big. big. And uh, he can play make. He has a great vision. Yeah. So I love, I love when, when there's a, a European player, African player, or anybody from overseas that really hits the mark in the NBA because it expands the game further. And I just want to see the world's best athletes come together. Like that's that's why you know that's why you love Giannis and LeBron and John Moran and Zion is because it's as much about the basketball aspect as it is the athleticism of of not just the ball going in but what they do to get the ball to go in. It's really astonishing. Yeah. Did you did you uh, think that Miami would would have gone this far this season? So I know that Spolster is great. I know he's got good energy. He, he knows how to manage these things. I know that Jimmy Butler is a firecracker, and, and if he believes in his system, he can get people in order. Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have put him exactly as high as they were, only because the East is a talented group of players at the very top. So no, no, I don't think I would have seen him doing this well. Maybe like five, seven games back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now we've all been... Coach of the Year. Oh, Coach, coach, of, the coach of the Year. Oh, John Moran. No. <laughs> <laughs> I give it to Kyrie Irving, actually. I thought you just heard of him. I was like, ah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, great. So, uh, so, uh, uh, so LeBron's been GM of the year, right? At least he pretends yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, and Julius Randle. Uh, Julius Randle wins uh, best point guard of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Julius Randle. Right, right. Okay. So he's, no, he's the GOAT. He's the point guard. Point guard. Point yeah, guard. Said, of yeah. course. So, coach of the year, I got Eric Spolstra this year. This year, I, I had uh, either Poulter or Nick Nurse. I had right. Nick Nurse okay. going. Yeah. Okay. I, I think in a tie, the, the tie has to go to Nick Nurse only because you lost such a versatile two-way player who also sets the tone in the locker room without being kind of a bad force and such a public breakup. And you, it's hard to, to kind of win after you've already won. Plus, look, you know, he's got to shovel his driveway in Canada, so give him a couple of extra points. I like Nick Nurse. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Okay. Poor guy. Yeah, so, so everyone says Nick Nurse, and I got uh, Spolstra. Okay. We'll see at the end <laughs> yeah. of the season. Yeah, the we'll NBA see. awards are going to happen. We'll see. One way or another. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to have to All see. All right, so uh, for the last award, MVP. Who you got for MVP? For me, there's only- I think I spoiled it, right? His name rhymes with Ra. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> you got a job yeah. for MVP. I think yeah. Chamberlain um, meant to ever win MVP and Rookie of the Year in the same season. West Unsell, actually. The rest West Unsell, too. Yes. He was the only one to do it for the Wizards, also. So it's funny. My dad was sending me screenshots of a conversation he got stuck in with somebody who's, I think, like from the medical background. And I think he was a doctor and he, he was saying how like Wilt was on record as having benched 450, just a funny thing. 
I don't know if you've ever seen Wilt Chamberlain's arms, but I mean, the guy could probably struggle doing like 275. This guy was super adamant. I think Wilt was the most like dominant player of his time, like just in, in comparison to who he played against. Um, but the MVP for this year, ooh, I don't know. I think you've got to give it to Giannis because he doesn't have that other one-two yeah. punch. There you go. You know, the, yeah. Bucks don't have that second that second knockout punch. And Middleton's okay. He's, right. he's, right. Just yeah. because he's, he's voted an all-star a, doesn't mean... Not an Anthony Davis. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. he's not. So I think I, you'd have to go Giannis. I had Giannis from, I since the all-star break since the second half of the season. Uh, he's so, scary. He's scary. Yeah, he really is. He's, I saw, I saw a video of him grabbing the ball, taking three steps from half court and uh, dunking right, it. Right, right, right. So the, he took yeah. these huge dribbles. And I mean, yeah. when you have the physical traits of that, and plus the work ethic that he's got, forget it. He's going to be an all-time great. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, for the moment we've all been waiting for, uh, we're going to talk about the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Your Suns. Suns. All right. So, uh, first of all, first uh, glaring uh, elephant in the room that I want to point out is that the Suns don't have a championship in their entire history of their franchise. <laughs> oh, shit. The Suns have zero championships. <laughs> yeah, but good uh, things come to those who wait. <laughs> oh, we've been waiting since 1973. How long are you going to uh, wait? Charles Barkley came and went top 10 power forward of all time. Steve Nash came and went top 10. Amari Stoudemire in his prime. What are you, you, you going to yeah. do? <laughs> we, we have had, I was, the Suns have produced more Jewish converts in Amari than championships. <laughs> Literally, we've had more power forwards go Jewish than we've had championships. It's not good, boys. <laughs> it's not. And now that I hear, I, I, look, I was never the biggest Booker fan. I liked him as a second or third option on a team. And now that I have confirmed reports that he's been dating one of the Jenners over, over quarantine break, it's a wrap. <laughs> right, right. Trade him off your fantasy Trade, team. Yeah. He's Trade, done. Right. Trade <laughs> Devin Booker. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David Jolovich says, get rid of Devin Booker. Yeah, right. rid of Devin, Devin Booker is going down according to David Jolovitz. Okay, so no chance. I would. There you go. I would. I'd, I'd send him. No, and and a team like LA, I don't know what they would have to give back, but um, he would do well on either LA team. He's a spot up shooter. You know, he's he's great from twelve to fifteen feet and within range, but he's not a number one guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, right. right. That's yeah. an and, interesting and take. He he needs a slap in the face. He, yeah. You know, this guy, he's got to wake up. He's, he's got to realize it's time, it's time to win. Yeah, his, his, his points are empty points. Like, he'll have 31 points, but the Suns will have lost by 11. Right? How does that happen? That 70 right. points. You know. right. And uh, right. they still lost, they lost that, game, yeah. yeah. Even, uh, what's it called? There was someone. Yeah, who- he's a little bit past first for my taste. Again, I, when it comes to my point cards, I like them aggressive, even to the – I mean, I was a Westbrook fan through and through, and now that he's on the, on the kind of the downturn of his career, I picked up Morant as a favorite to follow. But I like – Alpha dogs. Uh-huh. Patrick right. Beverly, to me, is a better point guard than even Devin Booker would be. Uh-huh. Booker's a shooting wow. guard in the, in wow. the Steve Kerr sense. Yo, Patrick Beverly, okay. literally a dog. Yeah. 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 Literally. <laughs> I would love Beverly. Give me, give me a lineup of Patrick Beverly, uh, Marcus Smart. I mean, I don't, it, <laughs> oh, you want all the dogs. Right? You want you all want, the dogs. You want, you want all the people Morris. that are aggressive. You want <laughs> Marcus Smart. Give me the dogs and then, and then on my side or one there. score. <laughs> you, throw, you throw Hassan in there, like bring back Rodman. Rodman, that is Rodman. Dennis Rodman in <laughs> Gary Payton. Give me that. Right, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So because even if you lose, the other team like is going to be icing themselves, thinking, "Yo, that was not a fun game one." Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the Pistons. The, you, but the Suns. The Suns are a, a fun squad to watch. Yeah. Outside of Booker. Outside of Booker, the Suns are a fun team to watch. Aiton suffers from the same disease that Booker does, which is that he has world-class talent. Yeah, I think he. I think he likes to play Twitch as much as he does basketball, and that is a problem. You're you're not a professional Twitch player, and you'll never be goat status. Right. Yeah. Uh, Aiden plays Twitch. Yeah, a lot. Uh, so, soft. What, yeah. So that's basically, I guess, the reason they they're not going far right now. But uh, hey, at least you got invited to this uh, to, to Orlando, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to play, in my estimation, we'll play the five or six games, we'll lose, and we'll start, you know, we'll play golf. Right. Yeah, we'll play golf. <laughs> right, right. Or play 2K. Play 2K. <laughs> right. Uh, or I, th- I think that Booker, I think that Booker is going to probably just finish his season by taking Jenner to the Disney World just a couple of miles down the block. <laughs> and then <you're- laughs> He's like, you know what? I lost, but I'm going to Disney World anyway. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can just... Picture Booker with those little big ears saying, "I didn't, you know, I didn't win a championship, but I got these things." <laughs> He's got to toughen up. Uh, right, yeah, I saw that. Uh, so, there's one point that I want to talk about, and uh, that's 05 and 06. Steve Nash back-to-back MVPs. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Kobe was robbed in 06. <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight up. <laughs> 35 points. <laughs> he led the league in points per game. You are not letting this man rest. 35 points per game. He led the league in points per game. All right. Uh, he actually, I have it right here. What was, the sh- what was the shooting percentage, though? Percentage, no. Percentage, Nash got him. Nash got him. Nash got him on percentage that yeah. season. No Nash got doubt him. He got him in the assists it. also. Nash got those double-digit assists. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if Kobe's putting up 35, but he's shooting 36%. Nash was a facilitator, man. Yeah, he was. He was a facilitator. And, and look, I mean, you got, and you got to give him points every – I mean, so I, I watched those Suns. D'Antoni was really at his finest there, I think, even right. before the 6-6 rocket scandal there. But it was amazing because every time the ball would hit the rim, it was, I mean, he wrote a book about it, right? Like, what, six or seven seconds or less? They would grab the ball and he would throw it up. And, you'd, and that was the birth of the modern NBA, which is a super fast break. And the Suns were – I mean, they didn't win the chip. But but they were they were phenomenally well coached and, and they really worked to their strengths. And the funniest thing was to then see Shaq run behind him, right? right, right. The whole team would clear out for the fast break and then you'd see Shaq. And Shaq would still be on the wrong side of the court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that, was, that was the problem with Shaq. They thought yeah. And you wonder why he's an icy hot, you know, representative. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mike D'Antoni is a phenomenal coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time. But somehow he still does not have a championship. Yep. He'll get it one day. <laughs> one day, hopefully. He's, you know, he's, he's the Andy Reid of the basketball world, right? Same mustache, I think, actually. But you just, you know, you play and you play and you play. And finally, after all that time, the right player comes along and right. then you pull him in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Suns, look, I, I always tell Salama this. I go, look, as long as you lose in a fun way to watch, I don't mind being a fan. Like, we had a couple of teams, I think, like in 2011, 2012, at Must, Mason, Plumlee. Those were at least fun teams to watch lose 50 games a year. They were dunkers. We had Gerald Green. So even if you lose, at least you're playing hard. You're playing it fun. Right. You know, I, I don't mind that. The Knicks don't do either. Right. right. The Knicks, uh, the Knicks don't. It's not even pretty. Teams at all. I, I watch the Knicks and I get depressed. 
Can you talk about Bobby Portis? <laughs> oh, my God. Bobby, Bobby Portis dribbling the ball like he thinks he's James Harden. <laughs> Did you hear what Bobby Portis said today? He claims he's the best shooter the Knicks have. What? <laughs> he claims he's the best shooter the Knicks have. Oh this is God. the stuff you hear. The best shooter wow. we have is Damian wow. Dotson. Oh my and even God. Dotson's not a good shooter. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so clearly, so clearly de Blasio didn't quit, right? <laughs> He's been drinking. Um, <laughs> clearly de Blasio. <laughs> uh, look, I, I feel bad for Knicks fans because, like I said, even if you're a losing organization, there isn't much sunshine. You guys are not playing really a fun brand of basketball. Even, right. even look, even if you're playing an experimental brand, maybe it'll hit and maybe you'll, maybe you'll do well. The Knicks just never seem to do that. And, and I don't think this draft is, is strong enough for you guys to rebuild. No. no. Unless, unless we Except I would love to see the Israeli ball. player with LaMelo play ball at the Garden. Like maybe Cole Anthony or something like that. Right. Yeah. Let's see Cole how we This game I love. LaMelo right. has a tremendous upside, but I, it's so much sizzle. I'm not sure how much of it is steak. Right. Yeah. Right. Like and then you have, I always forget the name, but you have the Israeli player coming out of Tel Aviv. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of him. Who, who, I mean, that would be the perfect fit for New York City. Really? I mean, talk about that's like a resurgence. That's, of that's what I've been saying the last two weeks. And you don't think so? Yeah. That's what I've been saying the last two weeks and no one's been listening to me. Why? He's won championships abroad. You dropped an Israeli guy on Midtown? No, go ahead. He's won championships abroad. Let's start off with that. He has a mentality. He has that fighting mentality where he knows he can bring to the table. And then on top of that, internationally in Europe in all of Europe not just the Israeli league itself he's already a big name so bringing his brand of basketball yeah. into the NBA might actually surprise a lot of people and I don't That's think true. anyone will see that okay, yeah you have a great point there and, 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 and by the way I feel like yeah and people forget that this happens because you just think that everybody's getting better first of all not everybody gets better some people just cap at year two or three Hello, you look in, a, in the case of Bobby Portis. <laughs> somebody wake up Bobby Portis and tell him that. Yeah. But you also, <laughs> or Dennis Smith. But, but, oh, Dennis Smith went the other way. He, yeah. Oh, he He's yeah. He, Dennis Smith has that Dwight Howard disease, um, which he got worse oh, somehow. Not, I don't, the Dwight Howard uh, disease doesn't describe. Dennis Smith has uh, his own disease. Uh, all the talent <laughs> in the world, and you just don't do it. Like you just just go manage a Chuck E. Cheese. It's over. Forget it. Yeah. Like I understand the whole thing with his personal life and I, under I understood the whole thing with his yeah. personal life and I understood like whatever he was going through season. something and that and was at the beginning of the season. You come back and do absolutely yeah. nothing. Like, no, you're meant to bounce back harder. Yeah. And maybe you did not do that. Maybe this, this quarantine will help him out. No, it won't. Maybe, maybe, maybe no, And meanwhile, I, meanwhile, yeah, the, 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 the packaging he comes in, his size, and strength and explosiveness is like a la almost like a Baron Davis, which he's like kind of like a meaty guy, can got a good spring to him. He just he doesn't have what what, what Kobe had to his limited skill set, really. Um, Kobe was wiry and had good footwork, but he wasn't the most explosive. It, but Dennis Smith has the intangibles and just doesn't have the brain. Right, right. We right. cut out. Oh, I'm still here. Yeah. Not hold on, not to diminish Kobe as a dunker, but he wasn't he wasn't the top fifty greatest athletes of all time to ever play the game. Uh-huh. Right. From a physical perspective? Eh. From a physical perspective. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, right. Okay. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um 
what, what are your thoughts on the last dance? What did you think of it? I loved it. I loved it. Um, so it was new world thinking applied to old world storyline, which was like nowadays, if you want to see LeBron train, you have Instagram, you want to see Kevin Durant. I don't know what he does, but you know, you can watch it. You can even watch these guys play video games now. Right. right? Um, so this was a look back at somebody who was very private and was the reason speaking of Kobe, why these all-stars like Kobe became Michael Jordan. He set the standard as far as athleticism and hard work and mental toughness and leadership. And he, to me, he's the GOAT. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. If you had one game to win, Jordan's not going to lose it. He just wouldn't. Right, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, while well, watching The Last Dance, I told Solomon this, like, I, I wasn't around, you know, back then to watch But I think, I think. What was that? No, 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 go ahead. Sorry. I don't know. Um, no, I was saying that when I was uh, talking to Solomon, I actually said that I wasn't around, you know, to even watch that basketball. You know, we all weren't around. I didn't even right. watch any highlights. Like, I didn't know who Jordan uh-huh. was, like, you know. And then to actually see this, you know, to we, to, to see the way he, he treated his teammates, to see the way he, you know, <clears throat> uh, played the game, to see the way he trained, it was all so unreal. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is, you know, crazy. And yeah, well, he, he led by example, and he, and he's a he's a feel good story of I think ESPN did a thing where they named him like the number one college basketball player of all time. Uh-huh. Guys, Jordan is the professional goat, but he's not even close to being in the top 10, 15, 20 in college basketball with the numbers some people put up. Forget it. The guy won one championship in North Carolina. Let's be serious. But his transition from, as they said in the documentary, from Mike Jordan to Michael Jordan. Right. He was a bullet. He never slowed down. He worked as hard as possible. He got everybody around him to become better. And it's almost like when you wake up in the morning, you just know there's going to be gravity. You just knew that as long as Jordan played it, there wasn't one game he wasn't. He was going to play you 150. He wanted you dead. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and LeBron, <laughs> I think I have, I, I have LeBron as number two. It's a meme, but it's true. It's just, yeah. It's true, yeah. But yeah, he wanted you dead. Good luck, Michael. I took it personally. I took it personally. I dropped 74 on him that, that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just, yeah, he just had that, that, that killer factor. He was, yeah. he was fun to watch. I always rooted against him because I was a Sean Kemp fan. Um, um, I like, you know, but, but man, oh, man, oh, man. Jordan was just this immovable mountain where he was, even if he lost, he was going to scratch and claw your way. It was going to be a fight. Yeah. Do you remember that one part? Uh, I forget in which episode, but uh, he he just started crying. He got emotional, and he said, "That's that's me. That's how I play. You don't like it? Don't play with me. I'm, don't play on the same team." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's. That's I love that. I love that. I. That's what it was. He was tough, and he yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And and he if told you couldn't handle it, if you can't handle get out what of I'm here, doing, right. if you can't handle the way I'm I'm pushing you, then. And get off the team. Right, exactly. Yeah, because I'm I'm only pushing you so that Yeah, well this is not this is not a peewee squad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly it. This is not something that your mom signed you up for. That if you're not really feeling (laughs) it and you're not getting the minutes, then you can, you know, complain to the coach. This is something that you're getting paid and plus out of a sense of personal pride, you're on stage for the world. And if you're not gonna put your best foot forward, then then Michael has to walk over and let you know that you're not gonna be a part of the team for much longer. For sure. I think it's a lesson to be learned in anything is that you just have to strive to be your best. Yeah, he was a dog. 
I never saw him play in uh, person, though. I think that's good. How much time are you on? Four, four, hour, four minutes. Okay. Uh, so it's good. So it was great having you here. Great having you yeah. on today. Yeah, we uh, appreciate amazing. it. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Sorry to bother, but... Thank you, guys. I texted you way too much. Let me ask you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Salama, your phone, you're on, you're on speed dial. You're one of my boys. Um, <laughs> the NBA games that are coming up, those are all going to be daytime games? Because that's pretty exciting. Uh, I, think, I think they're going to play throughout the day. Just yeah. like they, they were in summer league. Yeah, I heard or on a Sunday, like, even. Right, I heard Sunday, there's going to yeah. be like 10 games. Right, nine games day. a day. Yeah, yeah. nine games right. a day. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that because because don't forget they took March Madness away from us, so we do get this back. We got that tournament yeah. style. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. It's gonna it'll be, it'll fun, be great. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be I'm awesome. looking forward to my birthday yeah. this year too because that's the draft yeah, the draft lottery. lottery. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very excited for that. Can't wait well. for that. Um. Yeah, I just want to see how it's gonna be without fans. <laughs> they put the 2K crowd audio. Yeah. <laughs> right. 2K. Like they, yeah. They they're thinking that it's it's an actual thing. They're gonna put 2K sounds. They're gonna put video games to replace yeah. the crowd. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it really is. That's, I think just put four or five drunk fans, let them sit in the stands, you know, let them bid to charity, 100,000. <laughs> One on each end of the... <laughs> yeah. So, wait, so we discussed uh, what the Suns, you know, need and, and, you know, what they lack, but we never discussed our oh. team, the Knicks. Okay. You want to discuss the Knicks? What Let's do you talk think? about it. What do the you Knicks think? are missing. Yeah. First of all, I got to ask, anytime you're going to say Knicks in my direction, you have to put your mask on because I don't want to catch what the Knicks have. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you have the New York I Knicks hear virus. It all the time. I hear it. <laughs> it's, you, got that, you got that Isaiah Thomas 19 or whatever it is. He's, he, he, I think he was the beginning of the end. Um, Dolan 19. Guys, Dolan 19. Dolan 19. So, so that, that's... That, <laughs> So that's where the problem really is. It's, it's in the leadership. It's the very, look, usually ownership does it. As long as you empower people to make changes, you're fine. You don't, but this is like, this is a like Jerry Jones on steroids, right? It's because he at least gets lucky and will win nine or 10 games in football for the Cowboys. Okay. Dolan is just, he's literally more concerned about his musical gigs because he belongs to these bands than he does winning. And yet the Rangers, yeah. which he owns also, is like a functioning team, but right. the Knicks aren't. It's like one child that you don't feed and the other one's allowed to go to school. Like, what's going on there? He's, um, he's not good for basketball, and you have to hope that you just win in spite of him. Look, they should have hired the Bucks coach, Mike. They should have hired Mike. They didn't. You know, they should have hired uh, Mark Jackson. They didn't. These are a couple of the obvious choices, right? Or how about, you know, you give big money to Spolstra, try to pull him away. That's what good organizations do, is they'll make a – they'll you know, you start – Saying, hey, how about New York City? That's a pretty good draw. Yeah. But the fact that Durant didn't go and the fact that Kyrie didn't go, and both of those, by the way, I don't think would have made it 100% because they're both kind of soft. Uh-huh. I'm not sure that Midtown would have been the best Durant, thing Durant for them. Very insensitive reason he left yeah. the Warriors. There was a, yeah. there was a, a post on Instagram that said that Jordan wouldn't be able to be – I mean, Kevin Durant wouldn't be able to be Jordan's teammate because right. he's yeah. too sensitive. And the and second I, I saw I that, I was like, that's that. so true. I completely uh, believe that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Kobe makes Dwight Howard cry, right? Okay. Dwight Howard literally called him at nighttime one time crying and said, Kobe, you've got to take it easy on me. And Kobe said, how tall are you? How <laughs> big are you? Oh my God. He just hung up on him. He hung up on Wow. Oh, my God. And 
he had players. He just need tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dwight was pleading with him to be, you know, to wow. be nice. I knew that that they didn't like each other, but I, I didn't know it was, it was like that. Wow. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm sure he saw him in practice the next day. Don't forget, um, Kobe was ruthless. There was yeah. a game in which Swaggy P gave him his Adidas to sign. Kobe yeah. threw out his shoes and gave him Kobe's, and he signed his Kobe's. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Kobe. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, Kobe was the uh, Black Mamba. He's Mamba. What it was. What is your take on the next? What do you think the next needs? So, so you need R.J. Barrett to mentally turn into Kobe. Oh, oh, you're asking. They called him the Maple Mamba. They called him Maple, and then uh, after Kobe passed away, RJ actually came out and said that he didn't want to be called the Maple Mamba anymore because because uh, he didn't want to disrespect Kobe. Okay, I mean it's it's a lofty goal. You know, it's something to aim for. At the very least, forget the results and the medals and all the trophies, but at least the work ethic. You know, the work ethic is something that he can aim for. Um, that's within his power. The thing is that, like, I know RJ has that, like, mentality that he can do well. And we know he can do well. We saw at the beginning of the season, like, playing 40 minutes a game. And he's putting up numbers as if he's been in the NBA for years already. Like, he has that mentality, but just the people surrounding him are not. He needs better pieces around him. Yeah, you got to feel bad for him. <laughs> right. Otherwise, and, otherwise, he's like Scottie Pippen playing in Chicago with none of the players. Right? No it's Jordan. He's no got that, he's heard, no Rodman. Not no Tony right. right. and, and it begins to wear on you. Like at some point, unless you're pretty tough, it starts you start to going from being a guy who's won for the last fifteen years to being confused by the feeling of losing. Because mm-hmm. I mean he he won Mr. Canada, high school player of the year, right. na- you know, national yeah. championships. He played he in Duke, start. and even though they got bounced, he's used to winning. Yeah. And if you don't fix it quickly, come free agency, these guys are not gonna stick around because you're not making an effort for them. You yeah, know? Right. So he needs he needs free agency help. At Duke. Um, yeah. Who's his coach at Duke? Coach K. Coach K. Uh-huh. The coach of the Team USA basketball. So remember, he kno- uh, he knows like right, right. Knows his stuff. He represents yeah. the he represents the country on a basketball level. Wow. Forget yeah. Duke. Yeah. 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 yeah is the man. Brought Anthony Davis to the Olympics. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. You have to remember that. Da- Davis. Davis clearly was going to Los Angeles, but, but he would have been a great pickup for the Knicks to have landed. Like in, in a free agency that never happened, a player like that, right? He's, he's defensive-minded, he's tall, he's marketable, he scores. Um, he would have been a good pickup. And then you can pick up like a, well, he's uh, Donovan Mitchell in free agency. He's going to be a free this offseason, but he's taking the extension. I don't see him. Right. You'd yeah. be stupid to leave LeBron. I yeah. think he's going to yeah. resign. At You'd the be Lakers. stupid I, to leave I'm LeBron. Sure he's going to resign with Lakers, There's also, look, they're human beings, and there's a certain quality of life aspect to it. And it's kind of hard to beat Los Angeles. You know, it's the nicer of the two coasts, and you got palm trees and warm weather. So his life outside of basketball is looking great. He's got his business meetings. It's nice. You know, he probably lives up in the hills. And it's going to be hard to pull him to where? To Minneapolis? To oh, Boston? Maybe even Chicago. He, he, has to go yeah, back he said to New it's Orleans a possibility well. that, that he would go home to Chicago. Yeah. No way. Nah. He said you compare Los Angeles with Chicago, which had 20 murders in over a weekend, it's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago is a very crime-ridden city. It's one of the top three in all of America. Yeah. yeah, and they've got to fix their organization. They've got to fix their city. Los Angeles is simply just too appealing. They've got to Jim Boylan. Oh, they yeah. Oh, we want to talk Boylan. about coaching. Jim Boylan is Jim the Boylan worst coach. Jim Boylan is the worst guy. I'm, I'm happy with Mike Miller. I'm happy Jim Boylan's not the coach yeah. of the Knicks. 
It, it sounds like a very Knicks type of coach. Don't get me yeah, wrong, you, an organization, but. <laughs> no, you'd have but better luck are, slipping it to CPU control. Yeah. 175. Yeah. There's an Instagram account called Daily Jim Boylan. Guys, post the same picture of Jim Boylan every day. With a clown face. It's, it's a picture of Jim Boylan with a clown face <laughs> paint, painted on his face. Day 175. Oh, yeah, no. 175. 175. Today's day 175. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. His, does he, and he, does he tag him? Jim Boylan doesn't have an Instagram. <laughs> day 175. 175, 175 days. I wonder what happens when he finally gets fired. Is he going to take it down? Probably, oh, yeah. That's the goal of his channel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goal of his uh, account. Yep. Uh, all right. <laughs> Man, I love it. I love it. Look, hopefully, you guys get lucky with the draft, and you can start yeah. building it up. Yeah. yeah. I know. We're, we're probably gonna fall between like six and eight. Yeah. No, six and eight sounds very realistic. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, well. The problem is that, that you had you had the Nets move in right down the right down the block, and they're essentially now the more appealing option, which is not fun. If you can, right. like, can imagine, it's not fun if you're a Knicks fan. You're like oh, these guys are a startup organization, relatively like, speaking, right? Especially like going to Nets games this season, you see like a contrast in like how the atmosphere in both places have changed numerically, viewership wise. And there's so many other factors. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot of people transferred over to Brooklyn. Yeah, hopped on the bandwagon. Yeah, they hopped sad. on the bandwagon. Yeah. Well, you've heard, n- never me. You, I mean, you've heard me say this is a basketball team that's been named after basketball equipment. Like <laughs> yeah. half of the courts in Brooklyn don't even have nets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, what are we talking about? You know. And the logo's awful. The color scheme's no oh, good. Oh, everything is terrible. Their new court is so center. ugly. I like the them better when they were in Jersey. Yeah, when they were in the Prudential yeah. Center. <laughs> but <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, I think their move to Brooklyn, like, location-wise, is so much better for them. Because the Prudential Center itself is so hard to access, like, on a main road. It's like to get yeah. to the Barclays Center, all you need to do is get out of a train. And you're there. Uh-huh. To get yeah. to the Prudential Center, and I've been there at least – five times for Nets games alone. Not to watch the New York Liberty just. <laughs> I have I have been to the Prudential Center and it is so hard to access. You have to like go around all these bends, get on this highway, that highway, and Yeah, it's too much. It is. Yep. And look, you Brooklyn to the rest of the country is this kind of hipster younger brother to New York City, right? Midtown right. Manhattan. It's it's yeah. It's, it's more buttoned. It's less buttoned down, or it's more buttoned down, I should say. Midtown is kind of like MSG will always have that business crowd, which makes it so painful because it's an expensive ticket, and yet it's not even a, a you're, you're really there for the visitor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not and the old, old Knicks yeah. used to give the visitor. Yeah, you're not going to watch the Nets. You're, you're never going to go watch. Teams. You don't want to watch the Nets. Yeah. No, no not, one. Not until now. Durant and Kyrie. Well, as we've seen, the only fans who's that are actually Brooklyn Nets fans are the Brooklyn block. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone else is just there to watch. <laughs> the freaking Brooklyn block, man. All right, I think we're uh, we're we're freezing up. We got some uh, bad connection here. David, David, are you there? Can you hear us? 
Alright, uh, th thanks for, uh, for coming on, David. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. Let's, let's do it again as the season begins. Sure. Oh, for sure. Did sure. you love to have you back. Did you, yeah. did you like it? Do you like sporting DSM? Yeah, I think, I think you guys are onto a great thing. You just, uh, you know, you got a lot of the hot takes. And, again, you got that Isaiah Thomas disease, but you'll shake it. I think you'll be fine. Oh, the Knicks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so now for all the viewers out there, we don't know what's going on. We, uh, we lost connection on the Zoom for a minute, so uh, we're on FaceTime here. And, uh, and I think uh, at this point, after this episode, we're, we're, uh, we're going to take a break for a while until the, the, the season resumes, July 31st. July 31st, right? yes. Uh, so uh, ha have a good summer, everyone. All right. Uh, you too, guys. Stay cool. David, thanks so much. Thank, Appreciate thank you so it. much for coming on. So John Moran, 2024. John Moran, 2024. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, it's Solomon here, David, and Mikey, and we're out.